This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. It's now time for tips, topics, issues, and positions. And now your host for tips, Dr. Bob Oxley. Hello, everybody. Bob Oxley here, and welcome back to Tips, Topics, Issues, and Positions. And today's topic is going to be Dixie State University Athletic Program. And, of course, I call the top top person that's in charge of that whole program, Dr. Jason Booth, Athletic Director for Dixie State University. And welcome back. Thanks. Uh, six months ago, we did this, and you gave us a review and preview. So now the fall season's over. We're just entering into the winter, this winter and spring season, so I called you back for a little review of what transpired in the fall and what we can look forward to in the upcoming season. Happy to be here, Bob. Okay, great. great. So uh, lots went on. Uh, football program, uh, really, the, I, I remember the first game. Everybody had a big question mark. Sure. We played a ranked team, yep. and we said, well, we got a long way to go. And then things yep. started to come together. It was a wonderful situation. You want to elaborate a little bit on sure. that? And we'll move forward. We'll go through all the sports. But uh, yeah. Well, um, I don't set the schedule. So uh, uh, knowing that we had Colorado State Pueblo coming in on the first game, we knew that was going to be a challenge. Um, but it was going to be a challenge for them, too. New coaching staff. They didn't know what we had. But uh, they, they, they beat us pretty good. But uh, we played – a lot better than the score reflected so we, we we felt good about it and i know the coaches were disappointed but they learned a lot and from that point on we won um gosh i don't know how many in a row it was but um we we won all but one road game which is remarkable um in the year and we lost two home games home opener and homecoming um <laughs> yes. so but hey um we, to go eight and three is phenomenal uh, we just missed out on making the playoffs uh, we finished 10th in the region and they take the top seven um, so it was probably that one loss, um, on homecoming, um, that, that hurt us, but that's, you know, guessing, we don't know. We could have won that game and still not made it, yeah. but, um, we're very pleased with the effort of, of, of the kids and, uh, those, those young men out there, they did a remarkable job and, and represented Dixie very well. I think they did too. And, that, and that's the word from the fan base. Yeah. I mean, just word of mouth, not, not solicited, but say, yeah. you know what? They were in every game. They yep. never gave up yep. until the final gun. Played and hard, represented well, you know, played smart. Um, and, uh, and I like really the Rocky Mountain video when they're on the away games. Yeah. They, they did a nice job with that. Yeah, that's that's really nice to mm-hmm. have. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Uh, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. The, the, I know we've got a big thing coming up around the corner called, don't they think it's called Division One? Yeah, it's coming. Um, curiosity, uh, as far as recruiting is concerned, based on our uh, showing this last yep. term, that yep. really should have helped the program oh, yeah. Absolutely. And justify it. Uh, do you have anything, any comments there? Well, I'm not obviously involved in recruiting, but just talking with coaches and, and following social media of what is out there of, of – you know, offers that we've made and kids that have gotten offers and things like that. It, it's going very well. Um, now, I don't have the, the knowledge of, of to compa- what to compare to of, of what other offers these kids are getting or how good they are or anything. That's the coaches. But in speaking with them, they're very excited. Um, and we've gotten um, – uh, we have several coming in at, the, at this this break here over Christmas for, for the spring semester that will be here for spring practice. Um, and just anecdotally, we're hearing things of kids are turning down other FCS programs, good FCS programs, and I won't say who, no, but, um, yeah. but good FCS programs that are turning down offers that they had for them to come here. And so that's where that's when you said, okay, well, it's it's starting to work. And we don't even have our facility remodeled yet. We don't really, we're just getting going. So it's a great start, and we're we're excited. Yeah, I and people are even saying about the facilities, even the well, the comments were about the stadium itself. It's a little over ten thousand now. Yeah. It looks like. 
an FCS stadium. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's better than a lot of the stadiums that oh, are sure. out there. Oh, right yeah. And There's, we haven't even begun. That's, that's well, just, yeah, we don't have phase three uh, funded yet. And so once we have get that done, we'll have a new locker room, new restrooms for the fans, new ticket office, uh, a bookstore space in there. We'll have the press box will be done. Uh, I mean, it'll be remarkable. Can I, uh, can I throw something else at you? Last time you were here, you, you had just started negotiating about a new uh, sophisticated digital uh, scoreboard. Yeah. Did, is video is that project moving forward? Yes. Um, we will have a video board installed um, at football stadium and uh, a brand new four-sided one in Burns Arena as well. Oh, my gosh. Probably over the summer is when it'll actually go it's in. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That just you know what that does? It adds to the fan base and gets oh, them, yeah. gets them involved and make noise and all that. Well, kind it allows of stuff. us to do uh, have make the experience for the fans and even the student athletes that much better. But allows us to generate some more revenue with you know ads and things like that. So it, it's a it's a win on all fronts. Fantastic. Uh, very very excited for that. That's great. So that's moving forward. Okay. Yep. yep. I'm going to leave it up to you. What's your choice next for the fall? What would you like? Well, we'll start like? um, uh, cross country. Uh, they don't get a lot of um, exposure or, 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 or hype, but uh, those teams were phenomenal. So if you take a minute, if you're, you're watching this and just go onto the RMAC or just go, just Google division two cross country and just look at the names of the programs that are, that are ranked. Um, and in the top 10, I believe there's at least four or five from our conference. So our teams are not in the top ten, but in the each on the men and the women's side, our uh, each of those teams finish sixth in the conference. Wow! So right behind these ranked top ranked teams, uh, Adam State went and won, uh, went and won. I think I'm not sure if they won both men and women's. I know at least they won the women's side national championship. Um, and then there were, you know, two RMAC teams right on their heels, you know, in the national championship. So it was. For them to finish sixth in the RMAC at the conference championships is remarkable. So we're very excited for that. And then Billy Hatch goes on to the national championships <laughs> and finishes eighth <laughs> in the nation. So All-American, uh, yeah. phenomenal finish for her. And she improved um, her finish place and time rem amazingly from last year to this year in the national championship. So um, we're so excited for her. And, you know, we, we can't get enough um, exposure and excitement for her just because it, it just doesn't get the – you and know, it's real. The, it's real. Oh, she's it's right there. That's remarkable <laughs> level of uh, athletic competition she's competing in. So, um, volleyball went twenty and eight. Um, got to the RMAC semifinals again for second year in a row. Just missed on the NCAA tournament, um, but a, a great season for them. Um, no, no, nothing to be ashamed of there. Um, men's soccer got to the RMAC uh, conference tournament. Won a quarterfinal game at home versus Westminster is always good to beat our friends from Salt Lake um, City um, in, a, in a very contested, hotly contested close game. Um, and then we uh, we lost a semifinal match to the eventual conference champion, Colorado School of Mines, yes. uh, on their field in the semifinals. Um, the, uh, the women um, got uh, they uh, – I'll just start back with, with the conference tournament. Right. They got into the conference tournament and lost in their first match. Uh, which is the, the the women's side is was set up a little bit differently. So in our first match, we lost um, to Metro uh, in in penalty kicks, and you'd think, oh, okay, that's you know the season's probably over. Well, no, because we got an at-large bid into the NCAA tournament as a five seed, five of seven, in the South Central region. Goes to um, so we had the we were the five seed, and so we had to play the four seed Texas Women's in the first round, uh, which was on a Friday. Uh, afternoon, supposedly in the afternoon at 
UC Colorado Springs. UC Colorado Springs was the number one team in the nation. They hadn't lost all year until the conference championship game where they lost to Colorado School of Mines. So they're sitting there upset that they lost the conference championship on their field, no less, the week before. Whoa. And they're watching us play Texas women's and waiting for the winner. So we had to play Friday, and then we played a Colorado Springs team who was rested. So we won on Friday. We, we, we beat Texas women's um, in freezing cold temperatures. The game wasn't played. It was supposed to be played at 1. It was played at 6 because there was a foot of snow on the field that had snowed overnight and through the morning that the UCCS staff did an amazing job of clearing it off because campus was closed. It was that bad. And this is in wow. Colorado Springs, so you know that there was a, yes. a lot of snow if the campus was closed. But they, they committed that they were going to play the game, and they cleared the field off, and we played it at 6 o'clock at night. So the sun was down. It was freezing cold. Um, but the girls battled and, and won in penalty kicks. Um, and so then we got to play UCCS. So, again, number one team in the nation. Hadn't lost until the week before. And we beat them 2-1. to one. Yeah, that was so, great. So uh, the biggest upset and our biggest win in our program's history Prior to this uh, year, we had never only been to the NCAA tournament once, and we lost in the only game we played. So not only did we get our first win on the Friday, we then got our second win on Sunday and beat the number one team in the nation to do it. Not just the number one seed in our region, but the number one team in the nation. <laughs> yeah. So poor, uh, I feel bad for UCCS, but they lost two games all year, and it was the two games to lose at the very worst time because they lost in the conference championship, so they didn't get that. Yeah. And then they lost in their one game in the NCAA tournament. Against Dixie State. Against Dixie State, a conference rival, you know, conference team that they beat two to one earlier. That that they beat us two to one earlier in the year at, on their field. So we got some revenge there and beat them. So we get to the uh, Sweet Sixteen, um, and which is it, we took about a week off because there was Thanksgiving in there. So we go up to Western Washington, who hosted, um, and we played Dallas Baptist for the right to win the South Central Championship. Um, and so we won that game. Um, and so we won the South Central region. Uh, girls were all fired up to hoist a trophy. Um, they were so excited. And then that got us to the Elite Eight. So then we had a day off and then played Western Washington, who had beaten Point Loma um, on the, that, that night that we'd beaten Dallas Baptist. And so we, we played Western Washington on their field for the chance to go to the Final Four. Um, and they, they, they beat us. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was three to nothing. I, I um, saw, yeah, that was on. But they, they that team was remarkable. Really, really good team. And, and anytime you get to the, I mean, you're in the Elite Eight, everyone's going to be really good. I, I remember they seeing this uh, at Western Washington on the side of the field. They had the national championship 2016. Oh, yeah, 2016. Yeah. And they, they eventually lost in the national championship game this year to Grand yeah. Valley State. So to give you an example of the level of competition uh, at that point, Grand Valley State in their regular season, in their conference play, did not give up a goal. Wow. So obviously they went undefeated, but they didn't even give up a goal, and so they even won their quarterfinal matchup nine to nothing in the NCAA tournament. So uh, that was going to be uphill uh, sledding uh, if we'd even gotten to the Final Four, uh, if we were able to get past a, a really good Western Washington team. But that's just the, the level of competition. We were right there, you know, and um, and we're, I'm so proud of those girls. They they battled and, and the programs and, established and yeah they they. <laughs> It's in it's in good shape. These these ladies did a really nice job of, of competing and representing Dixie State incredibly well. We're so so proud of them. I, and I, I noticed in the uh, local paper, the Spectrum, um, yesterday front page they had mm -hmm. their picture on the front page, yeah. and so did that, a nice story. They on just it. Yeah. It did a great story, two page story on yeah. it, and it was it was wonderful. I'm yeah, glad and that they got the recognition. And, and they don't that. get enough recognition for what no, they, they do. I mean, I mean, we've only had um, um, three, four. This was our fifth region championship. 
Three of them were by softball, one by men's golf just this last spring, and now this one. So they're hard to come by. And so for them to do it in the way they did it, on the road, on UCCS's field, against the number one team in the nation, and then to beat Dallas Baptist on the road, you know, in a, in a neutral environment, but still, uh, it's remarkable. It's um, the bus trip there, and uh, well, we flew. So, oh, well, you flew. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but I'm just saying, it's still, just, it's it's you're a grind away from home. Yeah, and it's during you know coming up on finals, and they're That's away right. a lot when they probably weren't maybe expecting to be, but they hoped to be, but they weren't. Expecting. And so, there's a lot that goes into it, and uh, they just performed so well. And uh, well, that'll, that'll lay a foundation for this program moving forward. This, this operation moving good, forward. Good launching point for them to go into, absolutely. into Division One. That's fantastic. So the fall, th- this overall, our fall is our most successful fall uh, season in the history I, of our athletic program. We win sixty nine percent of our games this fall. It's uh, absolutely amazing where that this fall, uh, the outcomes, yeah. the games, and the quality. What a step up! Yeah. Just the quality of the teams themselves. Yep, and uh, just absolutely fantastic. Our work pays off. Our coaches are doing yeah. a great job. <laughs> well, the um, the idea is that then we're we're getting this th- these teams now. Are they eligible to start recruiting for division under Division yeah. One because they're yeah. they've completed their season? I'm just asking about oh, NCAA. Yeah. Well, they're 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 recruiting Division One athletes now. I mean, okay. it's, it's but we're re- now we're recruiting um, athletes that will be coming in to compete in Division One. So we have that carrot to put out there for these fall sports um, because our next season is going to be division one. Yes. Um, now behind the scenes, we're still a division two. So we still have to operate under the division two recruiting rules as far as when we can be out recruiting and seeing, and that's what I was asking, I which uh, in some ways is an advantage for us because there's a, a period coming up here where um, division one football coaches cannot be out on the road, but we will be. <laughs> because we can be and so we expect some schools to be saying hey what's dixie doing out there they're breaking the rules no actually we're still division two so um you know so it, it's but they have some advantages that we don't but um uh it, it all evens out but you know we're we're hitting it hard and 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 out there selling division one because that's what these fall sports teams are going to be fantastic Fantastic. Let me intervene something right now, and then and then we're, I, after a little bit of break coming up, we're going to come back and take Great. a look at what's going on right now, the teams right now. But yeah. let me ask you a question. Uh, Division One, everybody's we're all excited about that, but it c- takes a lot of money. People don't yeah. understand. Yeah. They ha- I don't think they have a, a clue as to how much money we're asked to right. uh, expose ourselves to as a result of this decision. Yeah. Um, and I understand there's some fundraising going on. Can you yep. just take yep. a moment? I know it's we're we're in intermission, so to yeah. speak, but just take a couple of minutes just to make people aware of fundraising. If they, hey, I really want this to happen. Yeah, uh, I, the Dixie State's my adopted team. Yeah, that type of thing. So, well, we need anyone and everyone to help. Um, this isn't something where the university is just saying, "Oh, we're going to divert all these resources that we had to go into academics and to other things to just because we want to be Division One." That's not the case at all. I know there's some grumbling on campus and whatnot that you know Dixie Athletics is getting all all the money on campus. That's not true in any way. I wouldn't be comfortable moving forward if that was the case. Not that President or anyone else would even suggest that, but um, it's primarily on fundraising. Um, yes, we're getting some more money from the institution to help with the transition, but it's nowhere near paying for all of it. Um, we have to raise a significant amount we're talking of millions here. Yes. I mean, let's the, put the, it on the table. The, the application fee alone to the division one is $1.7 million. So that's just not sitting on 
a shelf somewhere on campus that we can just, oh, we'll just take that. No, we have to, we're raising that. Um, so we've got a very aggressive campaign right now Good. called our Trail to D1 campaign, where it's uh, using all forms of social media and text to donate campaign. I mean, it's, we're trying, we're exhausting every resource that we possibly can. We're sending mailers to uh, people with little gifts inside, inviting them to games to come experience it, not just for this initial fundraising need that we have, but for long-term connection and, and support. But um, we're, we're trying to raise $1.5 million between now and June. Yeah, um, I saw the ads at the basketball team. game. You had the uh, yeah. coming up at the end of the mm -hmm. promo and the introduction. Yeah, thing. and we're, we're doing things in the, in the grocery stores where, you know, you'll be able to, you know, would you like to donate, a, you know, a dollar or two to the Dixie State D1 campaign? And here's a little a sign you can hang up and you know kind of like the the march of dimes things you see those little yeah. we're doing that and uh, Harmons has come on board to do that with us and stapley pharmacy will be doing it as well so the community's starting to, to to get on board but we need anyone and everyone to help out as little as five dollars to you know thousands of dollars but and the, the and main way is yes. um by texting dixie to seven one seven 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 can you say it again please? dixie to seven one seven 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 okay and then you'll get you know, instructions on where to, to click and, and to go to the website, but it's, um, a way to give as, as much or as, or as little or as much as you can to, to help us out. That would be great. Yeah. I'm glad. I just thought it was really important that people make the, so we're all waving the D one flag Yeah, and we're excited. It comes it with costs. a price. Yeah. yeah you know, and we're going to need people to buy tickets and we're going to need, you know, it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen without that support. Um, and we won't be successful without that support long run, long term. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Um, I just saw. I just thought of something. Walmart has the Dixie State flag. Did you know? Oh that? yeah. Uh, yeah. All all across the ceiling. You look up and it's all yeah. Dixie State University. It's taken flag. some time to to get in there, but yeah, they've been very supportive. We have some apparel and you know in Dix and other places. Finally, too, the licensing starting to to come on. So the the D one you know change really accelerates that kind of stuff. So it's think so. good to see. I would think so. Well, you want to you want to start talking about uh, some of the teams that are Absolutely. ongoing right now, some of the activity. Yep. We can do that. Um, we have our basketball season, obviously, right now. Yes. Um, the the uh, no start with the women um, are doing great. Um, they are. Oh man, what the exact record is? You know, they're 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 near the top of the conference. Uh, they just went on the road this um, last weekend and 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 won two big games to finish out yes, their conference did. play for the for the calendar year. Um, and uh, they're 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 doing well. They're, in, they're going to be in good position. Um, the men, however, they're they're being overshadowed by the men, um, just by simply the men are playing out of their minds. Um, they're ten and zero uh, as of this recording. Um, we will be uh, going up to Western Oregon on December twentieth for a, a big non-conference, tough, tough, tough non-conference game. game. Um, so, but as of as of the, as of right now, uh, we're number six in the nation. Number six in the nation right yeah. now. Yeah. That's so, fantastic. To go with the women's soccer team finishing number eight in the nation, which was re released this week, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, pretty the, cool. I, I thought it was amazing. They went up to uh, they played uh, Lake Superior State, which is Division yeah. One. Yeah, and they no, they're Division Two. Division Two, yeah. they, but they knocked them off by twenty points. Right, so close to that. Yeah. And then the following night, they played uh, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, mm -hmm. I think. Yep. And they same thing, about right. twenty point yeah. victory there. Uh, and then from there, you started seeing them into the top ten as yeah. a result of that effort. Well, th this last weekend we um, went on the road for conference games, which are huge, and we went to New Mexico Highlands on Friday night. And if you recall, they were the team that um, this same time last year we hosted at home for a conference game, and we beat them pretty badly. Well, then they came back to our place for the first for the quarterfinal game in the RMAC tournament, and 
Uh, I don't really want to remember what happened, but they beat us. Yes, they did. And we were done. I was there. And we didn't get into the NCAA tournament because we lost that game, and we didn't get an at-large bid. Um, so we're playing them, and they are up huge on us. In the, like just they were, I think it was eighteen to four at one point, or twenty-two to four. Um, we were even down nineteen points in the second half, and we came back to win in overtime. So a huge win, not only to beat that team, but how we did it and yeah. build confidence for the guys. Like you know, we we're never out of it. We can you know we can fight. Uh, the, the Mexico Highlands was just shooting out of their minds. They had one guy that scored over forty points. Wow! I think he hit at least eight or nine three pointers. I mean, it was insane. He was hot. Um, but then to turn around the very next night, well, that night after the game, to drive to Pueblo, Colorado, uh, three or four hour drive from Las Vegas to Mexico, and then to beat a good Pueblo team um, pretty handily the next night. Uh, it, it's total self-confidence. It's, it's looking good for them. Now, there's a long way to go. Um, and um, it, obviously it would be remarkable if they could run the table and be undefeated. I don't know that that will happen just because you know, they're games and you don't, you can't win them all, as they say. But um, – they're off to a great start, and it'll be exciting to see how they finish. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm excited about the basketball team. I, I just think that the, the uh, it's a different. It's a the team. Every player out there in the bench yeah. is, bench is contributing. Yeah, there isn't a one player that you know. It's just the, that you star y'all. We're just going to go to him. Um, there isn't that. It's just it's very balanced, and there everybody is really really and, good. And that's so. what gives me the confidence. Yeah, because uh, they are balanced. So somebody's having an off night. Somebody yep. else will pick yeah. up the slack. It's a little different than what we've had in the past. Yes. John's teams have been really balanced uh, typically, but this is even a stronger balance. I think uh, so too. Um, I, I really, because his teams find themselves, find their personality yeah. up until January. And then from January on, it's always a run. Yeah. You know, you usually don't get off to this good of a start. It's, that's what's exciting. You know, usually we have, you know, we're a five and three or something like that. Right. Because he's schedule, experimenting. We schedule tough too, just so we can get those that strong strength of schedule um, for, for at-large consideration for the NCAA tournaments. But we've done that, and we've won the game. So that's why we're sitting at number six in the nation, is we've played a, a good schedule, and we've won. Um, we've got some tough teams coming up. Um, we've got UC Colorado Springs on January 3rd and Colorado School of Mines on the 4th at home. So at home. those are big games. And um, we won't have the students back necessarily because classes don't start till that next Monday. But we need the community to come out and support in, in, in a big way and start to attach themselves to this team as we finish this season and get ready for a huge season next year at Division yeah. One. I mean, this is so encouraging, that, and the community should come out. Yeah. And what I, if I, let me interject something from me personally. Mm. Uh, my wife and I go to the games, and uh, we, sit, we sit right at the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and we just enjoy all of the activities because you've got – uh, all of the cheerleading squads mm-hmm. doing their thing. You've got the dance, the, the dance team doing their thing. Yeah. You've got now the the uh, uh, the temporary scoreboard, yeah. and you got what I mean the uh, the, vid, uh, the digital. Yeah. It, you've got that going. You have activities going on virtually at every break. Oh, yeah. So you're getting you're getting all kinds of audience involvement and t-shirts flying and free balls and I mean it it is a total experience for a few dollars yeah i mean it's a and it's it's really correct me if i'm wrong it's kind of geared not only for the students but for families and for the community it's it's just a a, totally a wonderful evening yep uh to enjoy i'm glad to to hear that because that's that's our goal is to that's coming across and and we don't charge anything for kids 18 and under right now next year that will change um we're gonna have to charge for for kids just to 
um, meet some some revenue goals, but it's not going to be you know exorbitant by any means. We, we still talked about that. We still want to have you know the families come and maybe a family friendly environment. So that's still going to be the goal, and uh, I think we'll be able to, yeah. to to do both. Well, that all that activity is coming across loud and clear. I'm, I we just sit back, my wife. We just look down and watch the little ones Good. and the family, and everybody's involved, and yeah. you, you're getting them involved with. Dixie State and the yeah. basketball programs and, and winning uh, helps obviously and well, of course <laughs> winning helps yeah. but uh, everything else on top of that you know like, like I for I tell the staff all the time um, even in those rough years when football wasn't playing well or, or, or winning uh, we were struggling and still growing like well everything that we could control went well we can never control the outcome of the game no. but um, the promotions went off well, the the restrooms worked, the lights were on, you know, the, all these things that we can control and plan for were great. Then that's all you can do. That's and, right. ho- and then if the team wins, that's just icing on the cake. So um, that's what, what our goal is to give a great experience and environment for the fans, students, community, children, whatever, whoever it may be. Um, and then if, if we win, well, that's just even better. Yeah. Well, you're, it's coming across loud and clear at Burns Arena. Good. I mean, that's a that's a real that's a real experience. Glad to hear it. And uh, and even if we're not, I mean, we're just we're older people sitting at the top watching all this, and some of my neighbors, and we're saying, this is a wonderful experience for everybody yeah. here. So cool. Um, yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to take a short break. Great. And we we'll come back. This is exciting. Okay. And we're going to continue with taking a look at the teams uh, for that are actually participating in activities now, their events and and their uh, competition. And then we're going to wind it up with just a little bit of talking about Division One. Great. Okay. So Sounds we'll good. be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Bob Oxley, and, and I'm very fortunate to have our the Athletic Director for Dixie State University, Dr. Jason Booth, with us, and we'll be right back. We now return you to tips, topics, issues, and positions with Dr. Bob Oxley. Hey, everybody, Bob Oxley back here again with Dr. Jason Booth, the athletic director from Dixie State University. And uh, the first half of the show, we were talking a little bit about a review of all the exciting things and and how uh, wonderful it was this fall with all the sports very, very successful and all the programs are growing and moving forward. And we got talking at the, uh, about the basketball programs, both the women's and the men's basketball programs, how exciting they are. And the men's team uh, is now ranked number six in the country mm-hmm. as of right now. And, and we got some tough games ahead of us, but boy, it's exciting. And the women's uh, program is just turning right around. They're always in it. And yep. so that's exciting. So what I'd like to do is let's pick up where we left off. We've, we've covered basketball. So what other sports are going on here and what kind of things are going on with these teams? Uh, swimming is in, is in season right now. Um, and they've got a, a nice little new venue that you may have seen. Uh, kind of glows in the city lights. Uh, the Human Performance Center is now open and they're in their beautiful new Olympic-sized pool. Um, already ha- we've already had a swim meet there. Yes. Uh, we beat Biola. So we're undefeated. At all time, for all time, we've never lost on campus. A swim team. That's we're one and zero, but we've you know never what? lost. That, that was November the tenth, wasn't yes. it? The t- or the, maybe it was, it was the sixteenth. Sixteenth. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, yeah. a week off. But that was yeah. That was great. That, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're doing. It. We're undefeated on yeah. campus. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Why we're, not? We've never lost. Um, <laughs> I love it. And then uh, they after that meet, they went to a big meet at Colorado Mesa, um, who was in our conference, and they're uh, um, you know a conference leader in that, and. Uh, we, um, after day one, we were in fourth place. After day two, we were in third place. 
And then after day three, the final day, we were in second place. We finished wow. in second place. And this, it's, it was a, and there was other conference competition there that we beat out. So that team is pro- getting progressively better every year, and it's so exciting to see the jump. So I'm, I'm excited for them in February to, to see how they do at the RMAC championships because we have a – I don't know that we will. I don't know if we'll have quite the depth to, to knock off a, a Colorado Mesa but because um, we don't have diving. And so you get points for diving that we just won't get. Yeah. Um, but last year, I, th- I can't remember what exactly, I think we finished either third or fourth uh, in the RMAC, and we did it without diving. And we beat out several teams that had diving. So that we're, we're gaining a lot of points on just the swimming events. So um, I, I think we'll be right up there at the top of the RMAC. Not sure that we'll win it, but it'd be great if we, if we could. That'd be a great right. way to go out. About diving, you brought that up uh, when you were with us mm-hmm. six months ago, and you said uh, we were going with the program. It doesn't have diving. Yeah. What was the reason, again? We uh, it's just funding. You know, we, don't, we didn't, didn't have the funding quite ready to, to have another coach because you didn't need a diving coach. Right. You, uh, typically, there you have your, your head coach who typically oversees the swimmers. Um, distance sprints all that but then you have a diving coach because it's you're focused on them you can't just leave the divers over there on the diving board letting them practice on their own they have to have a supervision and they need you know specified degree of difficulty correct you need the specified coaching that uh, not all swim coaches necessarily have so uh, we're moving towards uh, adding now that we now that we have the facility we have we have two one meter and two three meter springboards so that's what you need um, and so we're going to be moving towards to adding that. I don't know have a, have a timeline yet, but we will be adding that. That was a question, by the way, at the at the meet. There's, I, I, sure. I kept saying though we're not going to have diving. We don't yeah. have diving, and they go, "We got diving boards." Yeah, we do now. <laughs> but uh, prior to that building, we didn't. I mean, no, it didn't, didn't make any sense to have because we didn't have anywhere for them to, to that, dive. Exactly. Yeah, um, you said that. Um, so, but now we do. So we'll 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 start to move towards that. That's fantastic. Well, that's great news. That's so those are the news. yeah those are the teams that are uh, right now just the basketballs and swimming that are in season and um, shortly after the first of the year baseballs and softball and so let's we'll get can going. we can we kick a little fast let's take a yeah. look at baseball and softball you yeah. know that that softball team of ours you it's know pretty good all, yeah I know yeah. <laughs> can uh, we talk a little bit about that absolutely okay. so um, I expect very good seasons out of both of them just because they're always right there at the top they're always so so strong. Um, and so we haven't seen any post preseason rankings or anything like that, but mm-hmm. those don't really mean anything. It's just the coaches guessing. But um, I think the, the the conference will have their ears laid back and coming after us because we're going Division One, so they want to beat us, and we're one of the top programs in both of them. And we were the defending RMAC conference tournament champions in softball. Um, baseball just fell short last year, so I think we're going to be very strong and solid in, in on both of those. And yeah. excited to see them. Well, a couple of my student athletes have already informed me that they're both going to have outstanding seasons and baseball's indicating that pitching is shored up and moving forward. That was, I won't say who it was. A lot of depth and and improvement in pitching or on paper. You never know until you get out there. And they said, and they're aware of that, but they they feel totally self-confident that this is, this was a situation that was identified and yep. has been resolved, and they're yep. going to move forward. Yep. Very positive attitudes on, on both the softball yep. players, team players, and as well as those baseball. Yep. So I'm kind of excited about that. Last year, uh, we had uh, a couple come forward and give a million dollars toward yeah. the renovation softball. of a softball. Can you elaborate? Sure. Where are we at with that and well, moving uh, forward? Contrary to what I would believe if I had a million dollars I could do a lot with it you know personally um, but when you're dealing with trying to renovate a facility it doesn't go very far no. um, it's a wonderful gift and we're very grateful but it, it just kick-started our ability to really um, 
get after this project, you know, in a very aggressive way. So we have got uh, conceptuals uh, laid out, and when we build this facility, it will be remarkable. Um, it is top notch, and it'll be about six and a half million dollars to build. Okay, it. Well, I remember. So, I remember what, uh, six months ago, you guessed about five million. Yeah, we need about five million more. We have a million roughly from there, right. you know. But we have the conceptuals out of the way. We haven't, you know, spent the money to design it, you know, by by the square foot as to what will be where. But we have a very good idea of what it'll look like and what we can fit in there and how many seats it'll have and uh, all of that. So we're ready to go. We just need uh, some more donations. So we and you know we're also trying to raise money for the football stadium renovations um, uh, and, and other many other entities on campus. We'll get Burns Arena with the new digital Burns. You know that you know there's there's many needs that we have on campus, not just in athletics, but all across campus that. Um, when someone steps forward and they may say, well, I want, I want my money to go to the science engineering technology building. Okay, let's go, you know, put it in there. Or I want it to go to the new, uh, into the human formant center, or I want this to go to softball. Great. Um, so we're just, we're, we're actively out there looking for folks that want to help out. Now the softball, it's going to be harder to sell because it's not the football stadium where you get that, um, you know, that all that exposure from all those events and the 4th of July is in there and all these other things. It's just really just the softball stadium. But, it's a phenomenal program and it's in, uh, you know, we're pitching it to companies even because it's in a really good spot right on it I-15. Is. They want to have some advertising exposure. So we're, we're pitching all avenues, you know, a, a charitable contribution by someone like the Lyman's who gave us the million dollars yes. um, to uh, companies that want to have, you know, it named after them and have a big lit sign that you can see on all directions from I-15. So um, we're, we're, trying as fast as we can, but it'll be a beautiful facility when we get it done. Not if we get it done, when, because yeah. it'll, it'll happen. It, it, it was, it's what's nice about both the baseball and the uh, softball facilities now and then with the plans. Uh, you have, it's not, it's not just uh, word of mouth. It is a real established program oh, yeah. that has credentials. Yeah. Both of them do. Yeah, and both of those programs are not going to see a huge drop-off when we go to Division One, no. especially softball. But we're going to be very competitive and, and very good. We may obviously we're not going to go to the NCAA tournament for four years because we can't. But we're going to be competitive, and we're going to be right up near the top of the conference in both of those sports. We just we just, we just will, yeah, and get even better as we as we go. Yeah, and, I, and we all in the fan base really feels that way. Yeah. Also, they yeah. very there's a high level of confidence both for the softball program as well as the baseball yeah. program. So yeah, yeah, and, that, and, and that's good to have. And it, Elsewhere in the spring, we got two really strong golf programs. Okay, talk uh, to me about that. that. Um, the men's golf team is coming off the South Central Region Championship. They finished number nine in the nation last year. Um, and so they're going to be strong. Um, and as we finish out this year, uh, our final D2 year, women are, are you know, again, uh, a relatively young program. I think this is only their sixth or seventh year, somewhere in that range, maybe a little older than that as I lose track of how fast time goes, but, um, they're, they're growing every year on a very good pace to be near the top of the RMAC. I think they could even win it. Uh, they were right near the top last year. So, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, both programs should, should have very strong springs and, um, we're excited to see. Finishes Can up. you just, uh, I, I, I don't know how you keep uh, level here because where we've come with our programs at Dixie mm -hmm. state last fall, yeah. They've proven them. It's, it's real. It's on paper. It's right. there. Yep. And then where we're at right now with the winter sports yeah. and the anticipation for the spring sports. Well, wow. I, have to, I have to say, you know, that when I got here 10 years ago, the programs were good. I mean, it was a lot of potential. It was, there's a sleeping giant here, such potential, potential. Well, we've built on that potential and we've built 
ourselves into a very strong, very viable Division II program. So it's a little bittersweet to be honest that, okay, we're going to go to Division One, so we're going to have to kind of start over, but, yeah. but not from scratch, from scratch necessarily, but we're going to have to take some steps back and then be taking some lumps again as we build up. But And we won't get to a nationally dominant, you know, Division One uh, program at the level we are now. I mean, uh, it, we're in reality, and our coaches would agree, like, we're not going to be getting to the College World Series in softball, you know, three out of every six or seven years. It's just the competition level is so different. Now, we're going to try, and I think we could. That program could potentially do it. But look who you're – I mean, you're going to be competing with against a UCLA, a Tennessee. Michigan. Uh, Michigan, Oklahoma, for the right to get there. Yeah. Okay. Well – yeah, everybody's uh, shooting for Omaha. It's a little bit, a little bit different, but our goals are just different. You know, winning a WAC championship is going to be amazing, and getting the NCAA tournament will be incredible, almost as big as getting to the College World Series in Division Two. So, just the perspective is a little different. So, for me, it's a, it's a little bittersweet that you know we won't have all the success to talk about of how I'm so proud of, but we will. You know, we we it will have time. a lot of success to talk about and a lot of great things to talk about. It just won't be region championships and this and that it will be conference championships it'll be individual conference champions it'll be academic success it'll be a lot of you know a fundraising success it'll be this great game here where we beat this team yeah it'll be still great things um and we're very excited and i'm all for making this move um it's just now we have to kind of reset our priorities and goals and yeah get along after with that uh the just the sophistication to be competitive Mm-hmm. You you're raising the bar, yeah, and with that there's there's an expense related well, to it. Yeah. There's uh, rec- recruiting becomes even more definitive. Yeah, uh, the per, right personality, right program. Feel better about it is the coaches are 100 percent behind it. They're, they're ready to go. They're on board, and they're the ones that are going to have to go out and do the recruiting yes. and you know and be the ones out there winning the games. So um if they're on board then i'm going to be on board and support them no matter which way we'd have gone i mean my job is to uh remove the hurdles in front of the coaches to be successful yeah. no matter what level we're at and you so, think, think of it this way even the coaching staff even though we have a great coaching staff across the board right now think of the learning curve they're going to go through oh yeah the expertise the interface with other mm-hmm. um d1 coaches that have been around for a while yeah picking up tips how to do things how not what not to do uh eventually it's all going to come to fruition yeah. and to be our benefit. So. The, what they'll find is, and they know this, and they know this way better than I do, but the margin for error in games at that level is so thin that any little thing, boom, you know, you're now you're now losing by, you know, you're, you're up by two in a basketball game and now you're down by 12. Yeah. The margin for error is uh, it's those, that 12 point difference might only be a six point difference because they don't make three of those baskets. Or Division One, you know, it, you're gonna you're in a hole quicker. So it's an adjustment for them, but again, they are 100% on board. They're fired up, and and I have the confidence in them, and they're ready to go. Um, with that, um, we 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 can anticipate there's going to be an increase in cost, our expense. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could just because of sophistication requirements overall, just to be yeah. right. So. Uh, have you heard any any pu- have you received any pushback as a result of that or is everybody just excited about getting into D1 and moving forward are they aware of long term what kind of a commitment this really is well 
It, yes. Uh, I mean, as far as from the university? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, we studied all that in depth before we even made a decision. So okay. we have a, a multi-year budget plan, a very conservative one that we know we can fund that will get us to a competitive, to be a competitive athletic, you know, division one athletic department. It's nowhere near the top of the FCS or even the WAC by any means. Um, it's because that's just not who we are. Um, we, we won't be there because we're going to, we can't have a budget bigger than Grand Canyon of, you know, what used to be a for-profit now a, a nonprofit, but right. a private, very large institution in, in, in Phoenix. We're not going to have a budget anywhere near New Mexico state who is an, a football bowl subdivision program. We're not going to have the budget of a California Baptist, but guess what? We didn't have anywhere near the budget when they were division two in the That's same right. conference and we beat them on a regular basis. And Cal Baptist was always one of our biggest correct. Big and so, and we beat grand Canyon too, and their yes, budget was way bigger than ours. So that is a, is a, is a misnomer. We'll spend our money wisely. Are we going to win everything? Of course not. Uh, are we going to, you know, win every recruiting battle? Of course not, but we're going to win enough, um, to have a very, successful program that the fans and the alumni and the athletes and the parents and faculty and staff can be very, very proud of. Oh, that's um, yes, our budget will be going up, but not to an extent where it's going to jeopardize anything on campus uh, getting done. Uh, so it's what, what the bottom line is it's the attitude on the part of the administration as well as yourself being part of yeah. the administration that um, you're fully aware that there's a balance between Absolutely. academics and athletics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, We're not um, jeopardizing anything on campus to make this happen. Yeah. The students have supported it. They increased their student fees to help us with it. We're going out and raising a lot of money. Student government. Uh, the, 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 we believe um, the state legislature will give us some more money for uh, academic enhancement and retention and graduation initiative that they do for all the campuses on Utah. Um, so we, we've got a very good conservative budget plan. It's not like we've said, okay, we're going to increase our budget. You know, we're going to increase it by, you know, 800% and we're now going to be at, you know, just throw out a number, $35 million. Well, there's nowhere. No, we're, we're going to be a, a third of that. Um, and, uh, we're very realistic. Um, and we know we're going to live within that realistic realm because we're at Dixie state. We are going to be, want to be the, want to be the most affordable school in Utah, if not in the West. And that comes with having to be thrifty and yeah. be conservative and do it the right way and not overreach. Okay. Let me get, let me, let me change it. Let me give you a positive spin on this. Okay. This is, this is the neophytes out there and, and uh, St. George talking. <laughs> okay. What we're saying is that we anticipate uh, always being competitive mm -hmm. for Dixie state university, but we're thinking about filling that stadium with 10,000 people. Good. It's a revenue mm -hmm. producer yep. and the softball and the baseball yeah. and uh, attending as many athletic events as possible. And so there's some, there's some incremental revenue. Absolutely. That, I mean, you, yeah, yeah. you have a, a probably a, a median of the road, meaning the road of uh, uh, attendance and yeah. you try to exceed those, which we are with Burns arena. Yep. And so, yep. so that's a positive spin on top of that, with the projections I just read, with the study that just came out from that school up north called the University of Utah, the Gardner study, the indicating there's going to be a probably about 350,000 to 500,000 people here in the next 45 to 50 years. Yep. That wouldn't it be nice to have a university? Yes. Well, I wonder what university we should adopt. How about hmm. Dixie State? Yeah. So yeah. just the, with population growth itself yeah. and the anticipated revenues from attendance and and obviously growth if we justify the program. Yeah. I think that's 
out there. Yep. It's just you have you can't you can't spin the wheel yet. Right. But it's well really encouraging. It, to to be honest, I mean this the vision one was not in our well I know well, not on our on our radar screen at all and it kind of came out of nowhere. But we wanted to look at it and quite honestly we're probably about ten maybe fifteen years early than you know than the natural growth and and um, maturity of the university. Just to be honest, but we're gonna. Take advantage of the opportunity we have, rip the Band-Aid off now, and grow it smartly over time. But when those things start happening, when our enrollment is closer to fifteen to 20,000, and when the population in the in the area is at those levels or just higher than they are now, we're going to be able to fund it in a very, very good way. See, that's the other side of this. You've got, with, with the growth, you also have more alumni. With yeah. more alumni, that spreads. Then it just right. it's going to be a growing process. Yeah. And we, if we keep going, we're the fastest growing university in the state of Utah right now. Yeah. We're at eleven thousand one ninety three. I got that number exact. Right? That's right. But we're projecting out, and we're going to make this. It's going to yeah. be twelve thousand five hundred. That'll be for next fall. Mm-hmm. For the first year as a Division One school, we're at right. twelve thousand, which is a very comfortable. They got new dormitories being built, mm-hmm. all kinds of infrastructure being built, along with the athletic yep. department, and then. They're going to project another ten percent. So we're mm-hmm. talking at you, what you're saying fifteen thousand plus mm-hmm. in 2022, 2023, mm-hmm. possibly. Right. Yeah. So and so then, and, and then the population around us is growing. Yeah. So our budget plan to fund this doesn't really account for that much growth. That's my next question. How so do you know that? it's very conservative. So when we can make up some difference you know, with extra student fees or extra fundraising and sponsorships or whatever it might be, that's just less that the university has to provide us. Yes. So in a worse case, it's not going to really impact them. In a better case, it's going to actually improve. It's going to bring money back to the university. You right. Know, the, it's, it, the, rev, the incremental revenue coming correct. back in that was not anticipated. Correct. It's just going to allow things to really take off. And if you continue with that conservative expenditure, policy. Yep. yep. It's going to reap dividends for us long term. Absolutely. Do you agree with that or Oh, yeah. The, That's us whole guys out here in the community. The community, talking. the university, you know, um, the the economy, everything that the university brings. A D1 athletic program will just kind of energize that. It's not going to drive the whole thing by any means, but it's going to be a big um add kind of gasoline to the fire a little bit, you know, and yeah. and it just watch it explode. And here's here's another piece of reality out here. Uh, with uh, social media the way it is now, mm-hmm. um, and we're anticipating with 5G coming in, it's faster yeah. than when that happens. There's some jobs will be replaced with robotics, AI, uh, but there'll be all new jobs, and yep. we're just we're setting ourselves as a university from a pure academic standpoint. Yeah. And what does athletics mean to that? Athletics will be the logo for the university. Yep. It's yep. tangible. When those teams are out there participating, mm-hmm. wearing the Dixie State University logo and representing the university, and a lot of positive yeah. spin on that, um, social media is going to become even more important. And that spin itself is going to promote, that's a tangible piece of evidence. Yeah. Dixie State University, where is that? That's right. And it's, you know, and, and it's the analogy is used all the time that we're the front porch of the university. And so is cultural arts. I mean, their, their programs are also yes. a front porch for a lot of people that have no desire or interest in athletics, but they're exposed to our wonderful students and, and the university through theater programs, whatnot. But um, the athletic program is doing it uh, all over the Western half of the United States now. Um, and not if, but when we get to the NCAA men's basketball tournament on a national stage, when we're playing 
you know, we might be a 12 or 13 seed, let's just say, typically what a WAC team is, uh, maybe even higher than that or lower than that. Um, we're playing a power five, most likely, yes. or a really good basketball team. We, we could be playing, if we're a 15 seed, let's say, we're playing Duke in the first round. We're playing North Carolina. We're playing Oregon. We're playing Arizona. Uh, you know, Can I throw Michigan in there? Uh, I don't know that Michigan will yes, make it. But yeah, yeah, I knew um, <laughs> yeah, we're playing teams like that on a national stage. We might be the first game of the day on the Thursday, and so you're playing it at you know, 12, 15 local time, but everybody's watching. I mean, people are watching that uh, in their office. They're doing their pools, and they're like, Dixie State, what is this? Where is that? You know, And they're going to look it up. And I, one, of, one of my friends, and I'm not going to say his name, but one of my friends said, he, when, you know what he can't wait for is next fall when he looks at the bottom of the screen where they're giving the scores yeah. to see the Dixie, Dixie State, State logo there. Yeah. I said, what? I said, all the things that are going silly? on in this university, yeah. you're, you're I know. excited about seeing the logo, next, it's, the scores? It's the craziest <laughs> thing. I mean, it... it <laughs> Uh, I, I agree. It'll be cool. I mean, but is that worth all this money to go to Division One? No, but that's something that comes with it because people will. It's start, pride. Oh, it's very yeah, very much. So. It's their it's, it's their university. Their university. That's right. It's it's awesome. They yeah. may never have attended a class here, but you know what? This yeah. is your university. And all the great things that our you know academic side of the house is doing. I know. You know, you, you just don't have that ability to scroll across the bottom of of national TV on ESPN on. Monday night football or, or during some, you know, some Michigan, Michigan state basketball game that, you know, uh, a professor just, you know, redid this piece of research and found this out that you don't, unfortunately don't have that. It's amazing. And we're doing great stuff, but Hey, there's Dixie state basketball, That's exactly you know, point. Yeah. beating grand Canyon, you know, in, in a basketball game. And I like your analogy, the front porch of the university. Yeah. yeah. It's out there. There's it's several there. entities on that front porch, but we're, we're, one <laughs> you're them. doing a great job. Yeah. Listen, before we go, we're running, I'm getting close to the end here, but before we go, can you go through, if people are interested in, in donating to the athletic department, can you give us that information yep. one more time for yep. me? It's easy. Just text Dixie, D I X I E. Okay. Um, in the, in the subject, in the, in your text field, but the like the phone number you'd put in that you would text to is seven one seven seven seven. Okay, and you seven, just text one, the word seven, text seven, the word Dixie to seven one seven seven seven, and then you'll get an automated response back, and you just click on the link and goes right into our, our page where you can donate. Um, but you can also go to giving.dixie.edu um, and just donate directly that way as well. Okay. Um, if you don't want to uh, text, okay. uh, but uh, also come to games, buy tickets. Oh yeah. Um, and we've got what we've talked about here today. We've got things that are ongoing right now. We're ranked nationally right oh yeah, now, as well as time to get on anticipation for the spring yeah. teams when they get underway. And, and of course, anyone can, you know, send me an email or give me a call. I'll be happy to meet with them if they have, you know, want to talk oh, about donations great. or other things going on. All right. Well, that's been, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time again. Uh, Dr. Jason Booth, the athletic director for Dixie State University, thank you for your time and insight. Thanks and, for having uh, me. moving forward. Oh, I have one thing i got to ask real quick. Uh, are we going to have a marching band? We're working on it. All right. That's what I wanted to hear. Hey, hey everybody, <laughs> listen, thank you very much for being with us, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Dr. Bob Oxley with tips, topics, issues, and positions. For video and or audio of this, go to Podbean or Spotify, YouTube or Facebook, and search Radio St. George or RadioStGeorge.com. Until next week, this has been Bob Oxley with tips on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.